obviously, my name is Zeke. I'm a sprinter here at Mankato. And obviously, if you guys have seen many of my other videos, um, this is more of a different video. Um, we're going to be talking about injuries and mentally and physically getting over those. And I have brought two guests on today's video. Um, they'll introduce themselves. Lance, you can go first. All right. Hi, my name is Lance Schwartz. Uh, I am currently majoring at the U of M in kinesiology and doing part-time classes at North Hennepin as well. Uh, I was a wrestler for eight and a half years before my injury, and now I just do bodybuilding. Great, great. Uh, Dante, you want to introduce yourself as well? Yeah, sure. So, hi, my name is Dante White. I'm a sprinter and a jumper here at North Dakota State University, and I'm currently studying sport management. I'm minoring in business administration, also taking a few classes on kinesiology as well. All right, that's pretty cool. So uh, I brought you guys here today to talk about uh, injuries physically and mentally um, dealing with those things. I know we both, we all have a pretty background with that, especially with wrestling and me and Dante being in track and field. And uh, I guess we can get started with uh, Lance. I don't want to take the spotlight away from um, you guys. Um, we'll see, let's start with you on any major major injuries you've impacted. And you can start with the physical aspect of it on just kind of like what happened. And then you can get into the more of the mental aspect on how you recovered through that and um, what kind of, what, what made that difficult for you. Oh, uh, well, I had a very minor injury in wrestling. Um, wasn't anything major. You know, I just had to get Tommy John surgery on my left elbow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was, gonna say, I, was like, I was like, wait, that wasn't that, fun. that wasn't that bad of an injury. I was like, that's pretty bad. But. Yeah. Uh, freshman year, uh, high school, I was wrestling varsity against Cooper, our rival school. Um, and I went to go and set up a shot. I'm sorry for the backing, by the way, in the background. But uh, Oh, you're fine. You're I, fine. Went to I, go I play music anyway. You're good. Okay. Yeah. I set up a, I was going to set up a shot and the guy put me in a legal hold and uh, he slipped and fell on top of me and my elbow, uh, my entire arm snapped in the other direction. Oh. Um, I tore my, yeah. Uh, it's actually, you know, I'll, I'll get into that after, but uh, I tore my bicep tendon and uh, I dislocated my arm in three places. They said it would have been better if I would have just broke it because all the tendons and ligaments um, the scar tissue built up and I'm not able to fully extend my arm anymore. Uh, and I got a pretty nasty scar, but, uh, yeah, it was just, it, it kind of put my entire career, it, it ruined my entire wrestling career. Uh, got rid of all my offers right off the bat, just gone. And, uh, yeah, it was just a pretty, it was a pretty bad injury. How long was the recovery? Uh, the recovery on that was a year and a half total, but oh the mental God. aspect still kicks in. Really? So what, um, yeah. what parts of the mental aspect still, if you can, like when you're still, when you're doing arm workouts and stuff, does it still affect you? Is it still blocking your, your, your push? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't do, I cannot do barbell bench press. Um, really? If I, yeah. Uh, if I ever try to do barbell bench press, I always think if I get it too far up, cause when my, my one arm is hyperextended and yeah. then the other one is kind of like this, I just, I don't trust it enough to be able to like push it all the way up. So I just do dumbbell bench presses because then I can kind of control each arm on their own. Okay. Um, but uh, the, another thing with the mental aspect is my, my, uh, my injury is all over YouTube and uh, that went viral around the school. Oh. So everybody was showing the video and it put me in like, a space of, like a, it put me in kind of a mindset where it was like everybody sees it as a joke 
yeah while you know I was going through all of this it was like you know I was having one of the worst times of my life and everybody was kind of laughing at me and she just keeps getting closer and closer with this fucking vacuum man <laughs> uh, <laughs> no but uh I was like it, it put me on a mental ass like in a mind state where uh where it was just tough for me to be able to recover as fast as I wanted to because everybody kept like oh yeah like this is the this is the video where lance like fully snapped his arm and like they were yeah. telling all their friends and uh, i was in a relationship at the time and uh like it was just it was jokes for everybody you know like no matter how close they were to me everybody was just joking around about it like especially when i showed up on my braids they were like robocop bionicle this that yeah. and the other and then like, <laughs> <laughs> what a bionic uh, okay that, that's hey, good but still yeah yeah but uh that it, it just made it a lot harder because people didn't realize that i was actually struggling with this and uh it it uh it kind of just it ruined me for the rest of my seasons in wrestling and uh it, it especially when i was on the mat i couldn't perform as well as i used to because uh, I used to think, protect that left elbow, protect that left elbow. You yeah. can't do anything with that left arm. And uh, with wrestling, it's all about body manipulation. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't, I couldn't do anything with my left arm. So I was hindered to my right side, and that just affected my overall performance. And at one point, I was just like, you know, I can't do this to my body anymore. I can't do this to my like self because it's kind of breaking me down and beating me up. So I just quit wrestling altogether. My uh, my at the end of my junior year. Yeah, I mean that's that's tough, man. Um, when it comes to the injuries, the thing that's the worst part that a lot of people like don't think about is like all of it's like a lot of big part of it is mental and the fact that um, since your brain like is the thing that controls your movement at all, uh, if it's hindered because you got injured it's going to make it a lot harder for you to push through an injury. So since you um, messed up your elbow, you're not going to be able to push through that because to move your elbow, you have to think, all right, so moving elbow, like that's just your brain, what your brain just does naturally. But then if your brain's thinking, well, I don't want to move my elbow in that direction because it's injured, then you're not going to be able to do it at, you're not going to be able to wrestle, you're not going to be able to do bench rows, like whatever you want to do with that elbow is not going to function as clearly as you'd want it to because it's, yeah. it's injured so like the mental part of it is just like super tough and so um injuries just like um it, this you being able to talk about this makes people that might have something that's either better like a worse uh an easier injury to deal with uh feel better about themselves because if someone just like i don't know sprain their sprain their shoulder or something like that they might be like oh well i'm only out for a month and you uh, you're out for a year and a half and out of your sport like that should just make people that have light and lighter injuries feel a lot better about themselves um, yeah. Uh, Dante, is there anything, any injuries that you have uh, encountered that have uh, pushed you, set you back? I mean, obviously it doesn't have to be, um, it can be as bad as Lance's, worse, easier than Lance's, like whatever injuries you've had that have been major and have impacted sports or uh, just life in general. Yeah, I would say that they weren't as severe, but, you know, they were just like, just little things, you know, that really like impacted a lot and and how I did certain things and certain drills and and stuff like that so the first one I would say I got like a minor stress reaction on my foot on my left foot and this is my uh, dominant leg so you know this is where I did all like my pushing all like my uh, oh your left foot your left foot dominant my left foot I'm left foot dominant so okay yeah so like you know last year was just um you know kind of like my freshman year just you know learning how to do 
you know, the certain drills and, and certain workouts and stuff like that, you know. And, um, you know, it was a lot of pounding, you know, so it put a lot of stress on my foot and I just didn't know how to, how to deal with that at the time. And, you know, I ended up uh, in a boot for a little bit just so I could, you know, kind of relieve the pain and just kind of take it away. And uh, I did, uh, I, yeah, I was probably out for like maybe like a week and a half, something like that. So, you know, I just went in every day just, uh, just to meet with the trainer and, you know, just to take care of it every day, you know, yeah. I think the most important thing is, you know, just being like resilient. Yeah, and, for know, sure. Being, being on top of things, you know, how to, on how to deal with it is very important. So, you know, I just made sure that, you know, I went in every day and, you know, got it treated and just kind of take it day by day, you know, not looking yeah. too excited. You know, I just wanted to make sure that I could get through this day and uh, see progress. So I was like the first, you know, I would, I would say a step back, you know, cause I, I couldn't really, you know, I couldn't really train, you know, I was mostly on a bike at that time. And yeah. How'd you feel having to practice and like, uh, you didn't get to like start your freshman year as you wanted, like, how'd that feel? Yeah. I would say like this happened kind of toward near winter break. So it was like after, you know, I kind of got settled in and, you know, so I missed some of the, the, the specific training period during that time. So, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't easy, obviously, but, you know, I just knew that there's a long season. So I just knew that this is only a little part of it. So yeah. that you know, um, I wasn't going to be missing too much. You know, I knew I could, you know, as long as I take care of my, my body and I knew I could come back and uh, perform. Yeah. And for a second, second step back would be uh, first outdoor meet. And um, it was like a pretty chilly outside. It's probably 50 degrees. You know how the Midwest is when it comes to yeah. weather. It's very like, it's very weird. So you know, it was very cold, and then so I I, I pulled my groin. Oh, I, me, I pulled my groin. And I kind of really just, you know, that was probably like the the worst injury out of the two, because I missed a lot of open training because of that, and I had to do a lot of rehab stuff. And I thought, you know, I could just push through it. You know, I I still think I still thought, you know, I could travel, you know, and perform at these meets, but obviously, you know, it just didn't feel the same, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so I just missed a lot of open training, so you know, I wasn't as consistent as I wanted to be when it came to these meets, and I just kind of felt like, you know, I'm taking a step backwards from when I was in high school, and I didn't yeah. see like I wanted, you know, but I just knew in my head, like, you know, I'm just recovering, I'm not at my best, you know, but the, the best thing was to, you know, just stay mentally positive, you know, you said mental is a, is a big aspect when it comes to these injuries on how to, like, assert yourself. In certain situations so i know that you know when when i was dealing with this i just knew i had to just keep just keep going forward just uh, keep doing the things the little things every day will make a big impact in the later run and fortunately i was able to you know go to conference meet and you know perform a lot better than i did throughout the season and yeah. i was able to end off on on a, some sort of a high you know but i just knew that you know that um, injury that started at the beginning of you know, the outdoor season took a lot, took a lot out of my performances, but, you know, I just knew that there's better things to come. Yeah. And when it comes to the injuries, it's just like, um, over time they drain you, especially when you try to perform with the injury Like when you perform with an injury, because you want, you just want to be able to just do something. It over time drains you knowing that you just keep hitting marks that, you know, you're not supposed to be hitting, like hitting marks that, you know, you're able to perform better than. 
um being like example if you um like when i pull my hamstring just running races like knowing getting times that i know i can get better than it's like over time just like beats you up because you just sort of you just keep telling yourself like oh i think i can get a better time and so it's just like um over time it hurts and it's hard to do so but um uh it's just more of just being strong and telling yourself as long as you're not pushing yourself and hurting your injury more that it's um it's just it's fine and it's, it's good for you so um it's tough it's very tough yeah i think it's important you know because i've witnessed you know some of my teammates you know um, suffered like severe injuries you know i had two teammates last year that uh, tore their achilles and um uh, you know, it, and they took it how how they wanted to. Uh, one of them is uh, doing a lot better now, fortunately. You know, and the other one, um, he actually tore it again because oh he thought he could, he thought he could, um, you know, get back like really soon. He was kind of rushing the process a little bit, you know. So, you know, um, it didn't help him at all. You know, when you know uh, he's just recovering from the first uh, torn ACL and then um, not not ACL, the torn Achilles, and then um, you know, trying to get back like. ASAP, you know, it just was too much stress. You know, yeah. he, didn't build, he didn't build up the strength and time. So he uh, unfortunately uh, ruptured it again. And then now he's, you know, you know, it set him back again, you know, but, you know, he's hoping that he could you know, come back this season and, you know, uh, compete. But, you know, it's just a, it's just the process of not, not getting caught up in like what, you know, other people are doing and, just focusing on yourself and how you can get better every day, you know, because I think people get caught up in like the results and that kind of stuff. It can really uh, impact them and how they perform, you know, at practice or in the weight room, you know, or just in life in general. You know, it's not it's not a good uh, mental well being. I, I will say that. Yeah, you definitely have to trust the you have to trust the process. Like when it comes to an injury, like if you come back too soon, like you're just gonna end up hating yourself more because you came back too soon, like. Oh, Lance, when you um, messed up your shoulder your, or your elbow or whatever it was, uh, your elbow, um, did you ever come back too early and try and use it and then it just did not work at all? Uh, yeah, that was that was something I forgot. Like, I was thinking about that while you guys were saying that. Um, it was a, I was still in physical therapy and I was told not to wrestle, <clears throat> but uh, they still cleared me. So I just went right back onto the mat six months after my injury. Oh, and then yeah, that so I, I was definitely not up to, uh, it, it wasn't good at all. I, I tried to do moves with that elbow and, uh, there would be pain like the entire time I was doing it after practice, I would have to ice and, uh, take a massage gun to it. And during physical therapy, I would lose progress, um, because I would push myself so hard at practice with, you know, an injured uh, elbow and I would I went from having five percent or or five degrees on my elbow to 10 degrees and then 15 and then they were like all right we're just going to stop you from wrestling entirely and they took away my uh my clear to wrestle and uh I had to recover the rest of the time for the rest of the eight months after that dang that's that's tough. yeah it's just like the the physical aspect like if you come back and you just think you're healthy it's just it can just destroy you at the end of the day so it's like you have to just really, really trust the process and the fact. Because I mean, now is how's your elbows? Your how's your elbow doing now? Like, is it good? Yeah, uh, I have five degrees, and it's okay. like my other arm can get fully hyperextended, but this one is always stuck like this. Like I can't okay. go any farther than that, and um, I still have like a lot of pain clicking uh, a lot, especially when I like when I whenever I go like this, this elbow just clicks. 
And um, especially when I get all the way down to the bottom on like mm-hmm. creature curls or something like that, and I try yeah. to get the weight up, there's a big tightness like right here from the scar tissue that's built up. Got it. Uh, but a lot of it is just mental, man. All yeah, the mental, the mental part is just so huge. And people disregard that all the time. Like when, even when you are physically healthy, if you're not mentally there, like it, the, the, you might as well just not be healthy then because it's just like the physical parts gonna just beat you up anyway so um especially something like um i mean your wrestling and elbow is just such a huge part because you're just maneuvering your whole body like you have to know where every part of your body is at all times in wrestling and when your elbow is out of position or in a weird spot it's going to just feel really weird and trying to do those things with that injury in mind especially something like sprinting i mean dante had your what was your was your um was your was your toe or what was it yeah, so it was um so first it was my 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 foot and then it was my on the right side of my groin. So what yeah, and so like just being able to trying to push through a race, like especially like a race or a wrestling meet, it's just like you're gonna constantly think about those injuries and you're not gonna be able to like when you're spending your mental capacity thinking about the injury, you're wasting mental capacity you could be thinking about form and what you're doing and just doing a better job when you're just wasting all your 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 focus on the injury when you could just be putting it into uh your your what you're actually doing yeah and a lot of the time when i was out of there on the mat uh like it was like i was playing keep away with my left arm because like you would go to grab it i would just snatch it back and uh it was just like you know that especially i couldn't wear a sleeve over it because then they know that i they have to go after that oh yeah arm And uh, with wrestling, it's kind of hard because um, a lot of people, you, you injure you. That's what wrestling is for. You go for injuries. You, Mm -hmm. you played, you know, you wrestle dirty and there's people who don't do that, but most of the time it's, if somebody has any sort of hindrance, you attack that. And with me having this elbow, it was just like, I was constantly getting my elbow just you know, stretched out to the limit. Like yeah, because isn't, where... isn't there a lock where um, you're you're basically trying you're bending their their arm, they're bending their arm until they tap or whatever. You know, almost every single pinning combination involves some sort of arm manipulation. And there was times where, um, like, if I was in a fireman's carry, like if I had my arm over somebody's shoulder and they pull on it, it would force it to hyperextend. So you just have to or, tap at was... that point. Well, it's not, well, that's the thing. You don't just tap. Like, I mean, you could tap, but like there was like my coach, uh, McCloskey, he was, he was one of those people where he would just push you to do uh, like basically everything you could to stay in the match. And there was times where I, uh, I was getting my arm, like like my arm wouldn't even extend past this point during the middle of a match. And it was just kept on getting that force from like you know either being in a pinning combination and then they push my arm down and it literally is flat against the mat and i'm sitting there thinking to myself holy fuck like this is the worst pain i've ever been in and like the next day i can't even move my arm or i have to put in like a sling or something but it was just yeah like at that point i was like yeah i can't do this anymore wrestling just isn't for me and uh it's kind of left a little bit of a um a little bit of a void you know what i mean like trying yeah, yeah. to fill fill it with some sort of sport like you guys got to go back to track and all of that mm-hmm. but like i'm just i i'm trying to fill it with this whole bodybuilding thing and that's been going well for me but uh it's just like it i'm still like mentally affected from that injury because it, it it made me lose a lot and yeah. that's what's tough 
definitely definitely that um the mental aspect is just such a huge thing and like the physical part is obviously tough too um but that just honestly just takes time like time sleep like all the things you need to do when it comes to recovery i mean a lot of people disregard things like sleep because sleep is like sleep is like one of the most important things it's the only time where your body's gonna um get that natural healing and so when you're injured most people need to like sleep people need to drink more water like things like that there's a when it comes to the physical aspect people need to do those things more and also it's just do the things that are going to heal your injury like people will skip pt they'll skip doing their stretching they'll skip this and that and then they'll wonder what's wrong when they're injured and it's like well, what things are you skipping that you need to do to prevent that um, so a lot of people, uh, really need to capitalize on the things that they have available to them and, uh, things like that. So especially like, uh, when we're at colleges and stuff, like we have, we have, uh, athletic training centers and everyone needs to use those. And we have trainers that are just there daily wanting to help you with injuries. And there's ice and there's, uh, there's, uh, Enormatech, which is like a leg compressing uh, machine and those, like all these things that we have available to us, but then people would just not use those things and then wonder why they're injured. It's like use the resources you have to stay healthy because especially if you have an injury you should be stretching more than someone else especially so it's like um make sure you're doing those preventative measures to make sure you don't get injured again um this is rough yes yeah, so i just wanted to ask uh music i know i remember last high school season i know um i know i was like there when uh unfortunately uh, you pulled your hamstring i just wanted to ask you how did you um, go through it mentally and, you know, come back uh, prepared uh, to run sections, which I was at, obviously. And what were, like, what was, like, the process of healing for you? And uh, how did you, um, like, looking back at it, how did you think you handled it? And how, what were things that you could have done a little bit differently? And uh, what were things that you thought that went well? Um, thank you for asking. When I was, um, I pulled my hamstrings. So I pulled my left one two years ago in uh in summer practice, and it wasn't like a pull. It was just kind of like a, a strain. It wasn't really a full pull. And then uh, I pulled the right one senior year, and um the weeks leading up to that, I felt like it was tightening up, but it wasn't too bad. Um, so I ran the first meet, and I was like, and it and it was feeling tighter, but I ran and I got handheld times so are pretty solid. But um, uh, I was excited to be able to produce that into the next clean meets. And um, then the next week, I was still feeling that same pulling feeling, but I was like, well, that's how I felt last week, and I felt run, ran fine. So I ran at the meet, and then I pulled it, and it sucked. Honestly, like, it sucked really pretty bad, but um, it honestly made me mentally a lot stronger because the um, once I got back to my – I basically pulled it, and then I went down, and then I went to the trainer. I was pretty bummed out. I was pretty emotional, as anyone can imagine. And then uh, I went home, and I took a nap. And I woke up and then I literally like from there was already ready to get recovering again. Like I literally got, I went back. I was pretty sad, went in my room, took a nap, woke up. And I was like, all right, like let's recover this thing. So the next day I had PT, chiropractor and massage therapist appointments because I just wanted, I didn't want to waste any days um, that I could be recovering my hamstring. And I didn't want to look back on that injury and say, oh, well, I wish I did this better. Like, Cause the last thing I'd want is regret. And so I knew that I wanted to spend every day I could trying to recover it. So whatever outcome I have from my injury, I can't be mad at myself. So how I performed that state or sections, like I can't, I'm not mad at myself about it because I, I did as much as I could to heal. Like I literally had those appointments every single day of the week for the month, I exactly a month I had before state. So when I gave them the sections, they just said to me, Zeke, just run your race and um, just make sure you advance. So 
when I was in prelims, I ran and then at about 80 meters, I just cut off the speed and just uh, let myself coast through the line. And then um, same with finals, like it was a guy that Gus, he passed me and I was like, and they, they said, just let him have, like, let him have that take second, like, just make sure you advance. And then um, I like, once I got through that, it was just take two weeks and try and recover as much as you can before state. And um, the mental aspect still takes a big toll. So when I did get to state, like I was still mentally affected. Um, physically, I was still little, like the hamstring was still bothering me for sure, especially when you were pushing on the end of that 200. So um, definitely sucked, definitely uh, definitely affected. So I wasn't able to um, perform as best as I could, but I was still able to place as good uh, as I could. So, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a hard thing. And hamstrings are something that are um, very, very common thing with runners, and they're, but they're very hard to deal with. They're very prolonged injuries. So, yeah. So would you say that you mainly, uh, you mainly focus on – like strengthening your hamstrings now uh, that you had that injury, do you mainly focus on building up the strength in those so that way you don't end up having something like that happen again? Yeah, when I'm um, when it comes to my injury, uh, I definitely try and focus on building in the the muscle around that again because I just know at the moment right now it's just they're both my hamstrings might just be like a flat muscle that are just very tender and just ready to pull again. But if so, but if I'm able to build that strength up and continue to just even pass that work and just make it really strong, I'm never gonna have to worry about hamstring injuries again. Obviously, those things still happen no matter how strong your hamstrings are. But if I can build up those muscles and all my other muscles as much as I can more, um, then that's going to definitely help. And the one thing I did mistakenly not know basically all high school, I didn't know that lifting helps injuries. I thought lifting hurts your, yourself more for like the longest time. And I kept always being like when I would be hurting, like my back is hurting or my um, uh, my hamstrings are hurting. Like I'd be thinking like, oh, I got to skip lifting. and I can't go to lifting when if it's your back, you're either doing the lifts wrong or your um or your uh you just need to lift to get it better like if you're squatting and your back has your back is issues you need a hex bar squat which is better for your back than a regular squat and so like i'd take like a month off because my hamstrings are hurting when i then learned that you need you need to lift more when you're injured because it helps you so all these like supplements where she it can be cardio or it can just be regular training like the 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 hamstring stuff that you can do and all the other lifting stuff is going to help a lot on your hamstrings and just building that strength that I need and so they're doing a lot better and I'm just building them up day by day doing exercises as much as I can just to make sure that they stay uh, where I want them to be so yeah nice yeah they're doing they're doing good and honestly um uh, the main part is just staying consistent. Make sure when you have injuries that you're just staying consistent to what you're doing. Uh, if you like have an injury and then you just you build it up and it's healthy, then you just stop everything you're doing. Well, guess what? You're probably going to pull that again. So, so you just need to, everyone needs to just make sure that um, when you're working on injuries, make sure you continue through that injury because it, it's uh, once it's healed, that doesn't mean it's just done. You need to just keep working at it and make sure that's going to be healthy for the next time so you don't have any uh, issues with that. Well, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm not going to be surprised if you end up injuring yourself again with some of the dumb shit you do on your Snapchat yeah. story. <laughs> <laughs> I know, jumping off my bed and stuff. Oh, my I gosh. I really you broke your ankle. The amount of people like, that oh. swiped up saying, Zeke, like, you have inner squad the next day. What are you doing, bro? Yeah. You, you got you to gotta post the video in, in, in the video. Oh, you my gotta God. Show it. 
even the yeah, amount of people, sure. the amount of people that slid up was like Zeke. You're, I like they literally thought I broke my ankles because like Owen, Owen was like, oh, because when I landed, it just looked like I just like shattered my shit. <laughs> you stayed on the ground for like five seconds. I was like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, I, like, I oh. know. Oh my god, that's the thing. Some people hurt themselves in stuff that's not even their sport. That's the thing, especially when it comes if you're in a sport, you gotta be so careful on just things outside of your sport. I mean people do dumb shit all the time, especially in college. It's just like the amount of people that <clears throat> that just do shit that is like, I, you can see people running into traffic and they're in like on the football team. And it's like, what are you fucking doing? It's just like, it's just like at this point, um, it should be more careful when you're, if you're in a sport in college, you got to watch yourself a lot more than, uh, than normal and i i need i'll post the video it's gracious. like i don't know why i do that but you know it's whatever it's whatever uh oh. i just have one more oh sorry Dante. no no i'm just saying oh zeke you know just you know zeke being zeke you know yeah. <laughs> um, you know he's a little goofball you know but but i'm glad that you know you're doing better now i'm glad lance that you're able to do what you're doing right now i think it's very impressive you know, being able to come back from something like that and kind of just get the motions back, you know. And, um, you know, I think you're both doing a really good job. I think you both have a better outlook on uh, and better perspective Thank on how to manage and how to handle it and how to let people know if something's bugging you. Thank you. Thank you. Right back at you, man. Just, yeah. Thank you, man. Really happy that you're, uh, you're at North Dakota State. Like, that's, that's an accomplishment, man. That's crazy. Thank you. Yeah, D1 School Summit Summit League. Um, how's the how's the teams there um, competition-wise? You know, um, it's actually pretty good. You know, um, you know, people think like, you know, it's not like the SEC or ACC. Yeah, yeah. Or the, none, none of the, like, like, no power fives, nothing like big. But there's always going to be, like, someone that's going to be able to challenge you. And, you know, fortunately, I was able to have some good competition last year, like, and, you know, in my standard, you know, it kind of helped me get better. And, you know, it just, you know, it just kind of reminded me, you know, like, um, you know, I'm still a freshman. I'm still learning the ropes. You know, there's people that have, you know, maybe a year experience on me, a year to train, get stronger. And especially during that um corona year, you know, it was kind of hard to, you know, manage how to, you know, use some facilities, how to get practice time in. But, you know, we were able to, you know, get some, uh, track work and some lifting in as well but you know it just kind of made me realize like you know there's always going to be someone out there that's that's um, going to be better than you yeah and you know that's okay you know that's going to that's totally fine you know but I just look at it as opportunity to get better to grow and you know there's always going to be someone no matter where you are there's always going to be someone that's just going to be better than you and it's going to kind of like you know, put you in your place you know it just kind of pushes you to get better and I feel like that's what benefited me last year is, um, you know, just getting better with uh, competing against all those other guys. You know, I feel like this year you know, it's gone really well. I've really stayed on top of, you know, managing my, my groin, you know, going to rehab every day or every other day and, uh, you know, just recovering well, um, eating right, sleeping right. And, yeah, I think uh, this year is, you know, it's going to be as competitive as last year, maybe even better. But, you know, I feel like I'm going to be ready for it this year. Yes, it's great to hear, man. I mean, um, the main part of injuries is consistency and pushing through it because, I mean, there's so many athletes, Olympians, like 
professionals now that they've talked about many injuries. Like there's some people that they were injured throughout all of college and they didn't even, and then they, then they joined might've, might've been a small professional league and then grew from there. So it's just like, I'm knowing that there's a lot of professionals out here today that will talk about injuries that they went through. I mean, Trayvon Bumel, he was injured for like, he ran 2016 Olympics and was injured for like six years after that. So it's like uh, knowing that if I'm only injured for like a year and he can get through that, like, if he, if someone else can get through it, then just like, just as much as you can, like, there's nothing that you can't get through. Um, it's a matter of pushing. And obviously there's a certain extent to that. If you get, a, if you get like a light, if you go into like a coma or some shit, like you can't, there's some shit that you just can't like come back from. It's hard to come back from, but um, there's always a certain extent that you can always like bounce back. And so it's just a matter of how, how you do it and how you tell yourself to keep pushing. Yeah. And um, I think the uh, big reason why, um, he came back really well was, you know, he realized he had to make a change and uh, some of the stuff he was doing, you know, because he had suffered those two major setbacks ever since that um, Rio Olympics. Mm -hmm. He was um, the Achilles at the end of the, the relay, I believe. And then uh, he suffered like two major setbacks and, you know, it's just doing what's best for you. And I think what's best for him. And I know he had, I'm sure he had talked about it with his previous coach, but I'm sure like, you know, change, you know, change within the athlete is very important, you know, and I think that he's doing a really good job with that, you know, with his new team, with his new coach, new set of trainers. You know, I think uh, I think he took a, a big step forward in, you know, being, you know, courageous and, and, and voicing what, you know, his, what he thinks. You know, that's very important. And I think people are kind of afraid to do that, you know. Yeah. People always think like, you know, push, 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 you know, like, you know, they don't want to seem like, like a, they don't want to seem like they're being, you know, like a like a pussy, you know, like they don't want yeah. to get out of um, workouts, you know. And I get that, you know. But if there's something that's like bugging you, and if something doesn't feel right, you know, it's always okay to, you know, let someone know how you feel and see if you can get on the same page as them. That's very important as well. Yeah, because at the end of the day, everyone just wants each other to be healthy. So um, even if they're on their team and stuff, people might say like, "Oh, you need to." Oh, you're a pussy for not coming today's workout. You're for doing not doing this and that and whatever. And it's just like at the end of the day, if you're healthy, then like people, people, people are gonna be happier. And then if you just oh, if you push through it and then you hurt yourself more, like it's just gonna be more of an issue than that. Yeah, and I there's definitely a fine line. Sorry, man. there's definitely a fine line when it comes to like you know actually having something that's wrong with you and then actually like you know like actually being a pussy and not actually wanting to do the workout. Mm -hmm. But you know for the people that have had major injuries and um you know are doing something different doing an alternative workout that's okay as well you know yeah. i just put that out there uh yeah i was gonna say that's kind of what an issue was uh with like high school uh sports was people would you know see you as a pussy or whatever if you didn't do something and it's like you're at you're injured you you need time to heal but people just didn't understand that so they would uh they would pick on you for it and I feel like that was that was a big thing with uh with my recovery as well um was a lot of my teammates would call me a pussy and I'd be like oh fuck it you know I'm just gonna go and do this blah blah, blah. and then you know I'd have that setback and I would end up regretting it in the long run but yeah, that's just, I feel like it was a very, um, it, it just wasn't a lot of, or a lot of the teams just weren't very uh, supportive when it came to injuries in high school, yeah. or at least wrestling. Yeah, yeah injuries. Would, yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah, so I was gonna actually ask him how did uh Lance, how did you feel like the support that you got back then? Did you really think that you got um uh, any type of support from the people that you thought you know you were close to or people that you thought you know uh, cared about you? I was wondering if you felt like you got the support that you needed, or even from like your close circle of friends or even like your family, even you feel like um you got the support that you thought you you wanted or you needed essentially. A lot of it was just like, you know, it, it was just, a, it was a very lonely um, recovery because a lot of people would say, oh, I'm so sorry that happened or whatever, right? And then, you know, they would still make jokes to me and like tell me, oh, you know, Bionicle, your arms fucked up, like all that other stuff. And it was like, you know, I know it, I, I know it, you know, uh, I do, I'm dealing with it, but it was just, a lot of the people that were super close to me would just joke around with about, or just joke around about it with me. And I mean, you know, it was funny, you know, jokes, ha ha ha. But when you make them as much as, you know, your close friends do, they don't realize, especially, you know, an immature school student uh, in freshman year that uh, it kind of eats at you. And uh, it, it definitely, uh, I, I felt like I could have had, if I did have a better support system, I probably would have recovered faster. Um, if, you know, my teammates weren't like, you're a pussy for not going to practice and all that other stuff. Um, I mean, I still sat there, but like a lot of my teammates would be like, why aren't you on the mat? Blah, blah, blah. And it was just, you know, it's all about having that good support system. And I don't feel like I had, I don't feel like I had a good one for my teammates. Uh, some of my friends were pretty good about it, but you know, it it definitely could have been a lot better. No, I agree. I agree completely. I feel like having a, a good support system around you is it's very important. It's very impactful. And, you know, a little can go a long way, you know, when it, even when it's like that little stuff, it can really go a long way. And I feel like people are kind of oblivious to that. You know, they don't really see what's going on. They don't want to check up on you. They just kind of keep on, uh, uh, you know, like you said, joking around. But, you know, they think that Uh, you're going along with it you know they think there's nothing wrong they just assume that nothing is wrong with you but they don't really know the like what what they're saying can really kind of impact a person's mental aspect on how and like you said you know um like i'm sorry that uh that happened and you know it was hard for you to you know kind of motivate yourself when there are other people that aren't helping you or like you know like you said your teammates aren't helping you and i feel like you know, your teammates are going to be around them a lot, you know, and I feel like it's important to have that, you know, connection. Uh, the, like the brother connection, you know, they got your back, I got your back. And, you know, I'm sorry that uh, you didn't, you know, feel like you got that necessarily, you know? Yeah. And a lot of the, to be honest, the wrestling team, uh, none of us were really super close. There was like, it was kind of group based. There was like, it, it was never really a team. It was like little groups of, like friend groups that wrestled and to be honest a lot of us hated each other like there was so much beef on the team and it didn't it didn't feel like much of a team at all but at the end of the day you know wrestling's more of a solo sport than anything and um it was just kind of tough for me to you know relate with any of my teammates because none of them had experienced an injury they all kind of you know saw me as oh you're a pussy for not wanting to wrestle but uh they a lot of them were just toxic it was just a really toxic environment to be in and that's why at the end of the day I was like you know 
it's not that bad if I don't want to wrestle for a team that isn't supportive. I might wrestle D2 um, coming up here, but uh, it's just, you know, in high school, I just couldn't do it because there wasn't a support system. My coaches weren't very supportive even. Um, it just, it, it wasn't like your guys' track team where you guys were all very close and family. It was just, it, it didn't feel like much of a team at all. It was just a bunch of people that uh, kind of hate each other, but had to put up with each other. Yeah, I think I can attest to that. You know, you're saying wrestling being a, a more individually based sport is kind of pretty much very similar to track. You know, it's like an individual sport in a sense. But, you know, um, what what you do and your actions can really impact and show um, like what, how, how the team can do. You know, I'm sure Zeke, you can attest to that as well. And I'm, I'm yeah. attest to that, you know. It's just bigger than than me essentially or you you know it's bigger than just like one person even though like the sport itself is uh it may be individual based but you know like I said a little can go a long way and I feel like uh you know athletes need to understand that yeah definitely definitely uh, agree <clears throat> were you gonna say something lads yeah uh I, I I'm uh, I'm gonna have to get ready to go here soon because I don't want to take up another bench because uh, my iPad's sitting on and there's people looking at me for a bench press. Oh yeah, but, no, no problem. Um, yeah, no. But uh, what I was gonna say is, uh, just a final question for me: If you had any advice uh, for yourself when your injury happened, if you could go back and tell yourself one thing, what would you tell yourself? Uh, I'd probably tell myself to um, uh, just be prepared. I feel like I feel like injuries are just such a part of uh, a key part of tra- uh, like not track and field, the sports in general. I feel like there's going to happen regardless. And it's more like pre- be prepared because uh, a lot of people I feel like aren't prepared for the worst. Like you always have to be prepared for the worst things that happen in your life. And um, just being time, being able to tell myself in the past that just like be ready. Um, even though uh, you might have no injuries, you might have a lot of injuries. just knowing that uh, whatever happens happens and just be prepared for it and be ready to have to push through it, pursue through it. And uh, whatever comes your way, just be ready to have to fight because um, your body's it's fight or flight, one of the two. And uh, I'm, don't, I don't want anyone to have to choose flight. Um, always choose to fight and always choose to try and push to recover from that injury. Yeah, yeah. I would. No, Dante, you go. Yes, if I were uh, to look back and uh, tell myself one thing for sure, it would to you know, never like rush anything, you know, just really take the time and really like communicate. I think communication is a big, big, you know, factor when it comes to you know injuries, you know, letting people know how certain things, certain workouts, certain rehab stuff react because I'm sure, because I remember Zeke mentioned, you know, like everyone has a different body, you know, so you know, some things may work, some things may not work, but I think, uh, you know, just communicating and not being afraid to speak up, you know, is very important. And, and like Zeke said, you know, uh, really prepare mentally for uh, what's to come, you know, because there's going to be a lot of obstacles to overcome in any type of injury, major, minor, but, you know, uh, you know, uh, communicating and uh, just being prepared and not rushing the, the process is a three big takeaways, I would say. Yeah, uh, that's that's kind of what uh, what I was thinking is like, just know yourself, you know, know your limits. Uh, don't push yourself to the point where you're not going to be able to recover 
and you're not going to be able to do what you love. Cause I know that if you guys were to injure yourself, you guys would take the time now, but you know, there was times where everybody kind of just tried to push through something and it didn't end up working out. Um, I can take off of that for like, you know, I've experienced it. Um, and I would just tell myself, you know, take the time, recover fully. Um, and don't listen to what other people are saying to you. Don't let them get you down too much. Cause at the end of the day, uh, all you have to do is rely on yourself, do what you need to do to get better. Uh, if somebody calls you a pussy for not showing up to a practice where, you know, you know that you're injured, you need to take the time off, just do it. Uh, don't listen to people because they're wanting you to go out and cause more harm to your already harmed body you know uh you don't need to do you don't need to overdo it you don't have anything to prove to anybody but yourself exactly definitely, definitely block off the the negativity because the last thing you'd want when you're injured because you're already like you know mentally down just from the fact that oh i'm injured you know the, the last thing you'd want is negativity so you know, definitely tune up all the negative um things that people are saying or even if you perceive to what they said as negative you then just like you said just ignore it you know just focus on yourself focus within you know that's very important yeah i just want to take time to say thank you guys for coming out looking listening i mean uh not even listening but listening and speaking coming to today's video i appreciate it a lot um i definitely look forward to talking to you guys uh in future videos podcasts like as well um i know lance you got to get back to your lifting and i assume dante got stuff to do and i got stuff to do as well Let's just say real quick, happy birthday. <laughs> I don't think we happy said birthday. That. Happy, birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. Thank you for taking Thank time you. out of your important day to do this with us. Uh, yeah, it definitely no helped me talking about this. Um, but yeah, man, you're amazing. Keep up the good work. You're very Thank motivational. You. And I know you've been helping everybody on the Snapchat and everything. Everybody go sub subscribe. Hit the subscribe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate Definitely. you guys all very much. And I'll, I'll talk to you guys very, very soon. Peace out. All right. Love you, homie. <laughs> See ya.